Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Seven minutes after 11 Central African time Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum It's a beautiful Wednesday morning on our program The Bliss of Marriage <laughs> I see I see Haji Suleiman He's jumping out of joy I don't know what's up with him On this mashallah Wednesday morning here in Lanejia Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name My beloved engineer of course Haji Suleiman Esop He will be with me from now Till 12 o'clock inshallah Remember Our whatsapp number is 084-786-786 3132 uh, 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132 Well, today is the 13th of Safar 1445 Which is also the 30th of August 2023 I want to welcome the listeners of... Uh, Radio Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. I must tell my beloved Fadila to start uh, that uh, podcast that Ustad has sent me of Hazrat Mulan Abdul Hamid. It's gone viral. The listeners in New Zealand and Toronto even asking, subhanAllah. But nevertheless, I see my beloved Fadila Tulustad. He's with me this morning. Let's welcome him into the bliss of marriage. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. Ustad, some listeners, I think, are misunderstanding that uh, today is your program. Uh, going to stand it, and so maybe Ustad could just tell us when is Ustad's program, Ustad. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswali ala Rasulil Kareem. Amma bad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So let us make the few announcements now. Remember that we all have to object on what the government is proposing 
regarding our nikah. They want you must be a marriage officer, a registered marriage officer. People like me, Mona Arafat, we perform a nikah and we are not marriage officers. Then they want to imprison us for five years and impose a fine. So obviously that's a circus, you know, a comical situation. People committing murder, rape and so forth. They don't get five years in a fine. Sometimes we are the most sober, peaceful people and they want to impose this type of draconian laws upon us. <coughs> so what we need to do is just go to our websites and it's on all the websites mashallah you will find the objections and how to do it according to the Jamiat Ulama Kwazulu Natal step by step or you go by Wifakul Ulama you will find it there also or you go to the Majlis you will find it there so all where will you find so just write down this website now address <coughs> <coughs> and you will find it there, Mufti, M-U, you know, www in the starting dot, Mufti, M-U-F-T-I, A-K Hussein, A-K-H-O-O-S-E-N dot net. So there you will find it, or go to Marcus Sahaba, M-A-R-K-A-Z-S-A-H-A-B-A dot com, Marcus Sahaba dot com, or go to Darul Iman, D-A-R-U-L, E-M-A-N, so Iman, DarulIman.com, and you will find it there as well, inshallah. So that's the first announcement, and you must object. Do it today, please. Wednesday you do something, inshallah, it will be very, very effective. So please get your husband, wife, children, everybody involved, because tomorrow is the last day, so do it today, inshallah. All the details and that are mentioned there. My programs this week, Friday, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz, I will be in Heidelberg, my hometown, in the town masjid there for the Jummah, inshallah, Aziz. Then next week, Wednesday, not today, next week, Wednesday, our tour starts off, inshallah, Hafiz Adil Kaji, Allah Ta'ala reward him, mashallah, he is the one who is the coordinator of this trip, yeah, so inshallah, next week, Wednesday, they in the township masjid there, township meaning Indian township, previously Indian township, so there, mashallah, would be a program after Zohar, opposite Mamdi Ba's house, you know, Mamdi, my connection, he passed away, Allah Ta'ala grant him his family, Jannatul Firdaus, so there, that masjid there, then Wednesday night, inshallah, we'll be in Masjid Siddiq, day in Newcastle after Isha, the program, inshallah. And then on Thursday, inshallah, Zohar time, we will be there in Denhauser, and there you can contact Zahir, our late Musa Haji, son, Allah grant our Haji Musa, Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la, so after Zohar, a program there. Then after Isha, a program in Dandi Masjid, you contact Hafiz Salim Dokrat, mashallah, he will be our host, inshallah, Aziz. Then Friday we'll come back in the morning to Newcastle. Then remember that the Jumma we will be there in the town masjid in Newcastle. Azan is 12.15. Immediately after Azan is the talk. And that will be in Newcastle town masjid. Friday night, inshallah, we will be there at the Darulum after Isha. Jamaat day is 7.20. 
So remember that 7.20 is Isha Salat there at Darulum, Newcastle. Then, inshallah, Saturday we'll on our way back. So we will stop in New- in, uh, from Newcastle. We'll come to Falkers and then Zohar Salat there. And after Zohar, a program day, inshallah. You can contact Yusuf Gangat, Ayub uh, Gangat, uh, late Farooq Gangat, Rahimamullah, Lagrandim, all Jannatul Firdaus. So his son. So that is our tour for next week, inshallah. Somebody says, Ustad, that can a girl make a choice between three proposals or does she have to wait for the boy's response to start? <clears throat> Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. So in a case like that, if Abu Bakr, Umar, Usman, and Ali, whoever three, four proposals come, so no one really gave you an answer. So you must remember that or no one really proposed for you or some proposed, but you haven't answered and so forth. So first thing is this, you must be happy. Second one is this, your parents must be happy. Third one, and most important, that these boys who are proposing for you, they must not be proposing for you for your Jamal or your Mal. Jamal is your beauty, or your Mal is your wealth, and so forth. You must choose the one who's the most pious. You must remember that. And the one who got Deen, who got good character, and so forth. People get married to a girl for four reasons. Either for wealth, either for her jamal, her beauty, either for hasabiha, her family status, how high they are in, you must remember, the various stratas of society. And fourth one, So look at deen, Islam, both ways. Boy must look at the girl, girl must look at the boy for their deen and good character and piety. Then you will be successful. If you don't do that, taribat yadak, then you will go and you will disgrace yourself. Authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Mustan Ahmed. So that is what Islam teaches us. So read, Allahumma khirli wa And whosoever comes in your heart, so then you must remember, that's the one you should be for getting married to. But discuss and make mashura with your parents and consult them as well. Allahumma khirli wa is mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif. I've got a, 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 a listener from Lodia Mustad and he wants some advice. He says that Mufti Sab, my wife and I, we fight daily, daily. What is Mufti Sab's opinion? She is about three and a half months pregnant. Should we separate or divorce? We've, we've got our own differences. She comes from a wealthy family and I also come from the wealthy family. Please, Ba, Ustad. So you must remember your people's situation is Satan's situation. What I mean by Satan, Lucifer, Iblis situation, both of you want to be right. And that is exactly what is happening. You must remember why Iblis, Shaitan, Lucifer got kicked out and expelled from Jannah, never to enter Jannah again. When he, Iblis, was told that why you don't make sajda, Almighty Allah knows everything. His knowledge is all-embracing, all-encompassing. So now you must remember what happens. So he answered, Allah Ta'ala wants him to answer. So it will be used as hujjat, as evidence against him. And he knows that. So Almighty Allah, Jalla Allah, ask him, 
what prevented you from making sajda to Nabi Adam salam prostrating to him when I commanded you so this is the answer he gave so he said you must remember Iblis I am better than him superior than him and so forth you must remember so when he said that so all and then why he tried to even say and give Dalil why am better superior to Nabi Adam salam he said you created me from fire and fire the flame goes upwards you created him from sand and dust and clay so go and read both of you chapter 7 surah araf and verses 11 12 13 right up to verse 23 chapter 7 verses 11 to 23 Allah Ta'ala told him, you get out from here, you are expelled, and you will never ever come back to Jannah. فَخْرُجْ إِنَّكَ مِنَ الصَّاغِرِينَ You'll be humiliated. So what is happening with you? You use the word ba ba in the end, so meaning you are a maimon, you see. So now I'm going to speak a panji gal. You see, panji gal, pajak maimon me gal kar jiye, tapage bo saaro bhi lage. So you must remember, we speak maimon, so then we say like it also. And everybody must read the dua. So we all become maimons. Remember, everybody read. The esteemed listeners of Sadiyas FM and Markas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Allahumma, read the dua. Allahumma yammin kitabi, yammin kitabi. Ya Allah, give me my book of deeds in my right hand, my report in my right hand. That is our boarding pass. And then we enter Jannat al-Firdaus and everlasting pleasure and happiness. All Allah call such people Surah 90, Surah 90, Surah Balad, Ula'ika Ashabul Maimana. Those are the people who are on the Maimans. So Maimans, they don't mean they speak Maiman language. They got the book of deeds in the right hand. Chapter 90 and verse 18. You see, your people's trouble is only one. And a boy, Baldario, you see, so what I said is this. That one party say something, the other party will say no. That I will know better than you. So the whole trouble in your marriage is pride and arrogance. That's all. Mm. So you, husband, don't be mad and don't be crazy. Shaitan, waswasa, whispering is taking hold of you. So you must remember that he wants to cause divorce now. So Surah 2, Chapter 2, Verse 102. What is Shaitan, Lucifer, Iblis' job? Yufarriquna bihi bainal mar'i wa zawji. He want you must cause separation between husband husband and wife the anjo bade paisa ne property ne empire koro kam joba you can't look after your wife you can't look after your children your children will get custody and then you will pay maintenance in me koro vare what all that helps so when your wife speak me me tu tu panchat kare you must keep quiet what you must do husband to chup you don't speak nothing let her blow her exhaust let her blow her steam let her speak whatever she wants to what you must do you must go to the masjid go out of the house and go and read to the kaddamas 
Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha, Sayyida Ali radiallahu anha, in today's world, people like me and you are living, who can compare them? Nobody. Nobody can ever reach the rank of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, son-in-law of the Master salam, the first child to embrace Islam, Fatih Khaybar, the conqueror of Khaybar in the year 70 of the Hijrah in the month of Muharram. Who can reach the level of Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha? Sayyidi Fatima, Sayyida to Nisai Ahlil Jannah, had authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. She will be the leader of the women in Jannah. So they had a little bit misunderstanding, so he left the house and he went to the masjid. Mustafa Rahmatullil Alameen Sallallahu came and he realized there's something missing here like. So he asked Fatima radiallahu anha, Aina Ali, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu See how intelligent she was. She didn't say he did this, he said this, he said Baini wa Baina Ushay. We had some misunderstanding. Okay, fine. So where is he? So you know he's gone masjid. When he, Habibuna Rahmatullil Alameen, sallallahu went to the masjid, then the Master, salam, is coming as the most beloved, the most precious to Allah in the entire universe. But at the same time, he's coming as a father-in-law to his son-in-law. Mm. He saw in the corner there, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, sleeping. With his own Mubarak hand, be yadihi a sharifa, for masahat to rab and yadi and libasihi and badanihi. So go open Muslim Sharif, you will find. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with his own blessed Mubarak hands, removing the speck of dust from the hair, from the body of Sayyidina Ali, from the clothes of Sayyidina Ali, and saying, Kum ya Abu Turab, Kum ya Abu Turab, O oh, you Abu Turab, father of the saints, stand up. His kunya agnoman was Abu Hassan, because Sayyidina Hassan was, you must remember, the first son of his, the first child of his. So you, my brother, don't make pay me, 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 to the whole time. Keep quiet. <laughs> and then things will come right. And you must both read, Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud. Read, Rabbana Hablana Min Azwajina Wa Dhurriyatina Ayun. And you, my daughter, my chokri, my ben, so you don't also keep on making pay, 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 pay and talking. Then the, both of you don't try and prove your point. One party must keep quiet and then there'll be peace. If both of you are going to speak, then remember you're good, heading for a divorce and so, then what will happen to your children? <laughs> what good is all that wealth you've got and so forth? You want your children to grow up with a single parent? So fear Allah and cry to Allah. Today is Wednesday after Zohar Salat, read two rakat Salat, go into Sajda and say, Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud, Ya Allah, forgive us. You Wife, ask your husband for forgiveness. Your husband, ask your wife for forgiveness. Both of you are wrong. And you, the husband, you're supposed to have more sense than your wife. So now she says, Sir, Tuesday, Sawasir. She says, Three, you say, Three and a half. So where's your brains also? So both of you, don't let that pride go and destroy your marriage of yours. I see uh, the wife message you start. She is crying and she says that she moved this up. He doesn't want to listen. It's because of our both in-laws. 
But Mufti Sab is very, very stubborn. He says you will phone Mufti Sab after the program. She says here, Bacha lai dua karja. I, I, I am your daughter, Mufti Sab. Both of them are memons. That's what she says. Make dua for her, Ustad. Yeah, we make dua. You don't have to phone me. I don't take all these calls. You must remember, I don't take this kind of thing. Everybody phone about marriage problem. I say, go to your local ulama. Go to your, you must remember, jamiats and so forth. Me, I don't have time for these things. Yeah, they got a lot of time. They got special departments in it. I give you advice on the radio and everything. But what good is that stubbornness and pride? And you also to blame my daughter so both of you ask one another forgiveness Allah will be happy and inshallah one day your children will look at you and say that no our parents are good role models for us so don't do foolish things and divorce and so forth your wife is pregnant both of you should be reading chapter 37 verse 100 Rabbi habali minas salihin oh Allah grant us pious normal offspring inshallah the children should bring you all together not be a means of taking you apart and going for divorce and such shaitanic things stay away from all that brother Ustad, can a non-muslim be forced to revert to re- to marry a muslim boy my name is ayub i am in this situation i'm not understanding Ustad. so you must remember this in islam that we go and put a gun we go and put a sword and we go and threaten a boy or a girl or a male or female who is a Jew, Christian, Hindu, atheist, Satanist, or Buddhist, and we say you must embrace Islam. You, know, you can't do that. That is against the Quranic teaching. Surah 2, remember Surah Baqarah and verse 256. So I tell you AK-47, I tell you AK-255, AK-255, Ayatul Kursi, chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 256, 255 is AK, Ayatul Kursi. The next verse, La There's no compulsion in religion. Today, 46 people embrace Islam. I told you, it's not we. We can't do anything. Hada min fadli rabbi. Hada rahmatu mi rabbi. Our brother Ibrahim Anderson contacts Mona Arafat. We are ready here. We got 37 sisters. We got nine brothers. Please make them Muslim. So that is Allah's way of working. We can only cry. We can only beg. We can only petition and ask Almighty Allah. So remember that. Now you want to get married to that girl and you say you must become Muslim, Muslim. But she doesn't want to. Let's say hypothetically, argument say she become Muslim. She won't read Salat. She won't wear modest clothing all that. She will just become Muslim for the sake of that day, that marriage and everything else she will do haram. So what children will come from that marriage I'm asking you? You are a sister, you want to marry that guy there, Tom, Dick and Harry and they non-Muslim and then he will become Muslim. He will will deflower you, he will use you, and then he'll tell you, go fly a kite, I'm not interested in your Islam. So in Islam, you can't do that. It's haram and always think even if you force them and then for that day they become Muslim, then remember that your children will come from him or her and the 99% their children will be not good children, meaning that they'll be rebellious, disrespectful, disobedient because one partner was not a Muslim in the true sense of the word, was just a Muslim for that one day or that one occasion and so forth. So marriage of convenience, you can't get married like that and 
and you can't impose Islam upon them. Islam must come from within, from the inner recesses of the heart. They have to believe that Islam is our only, only salvation. Anybody, anything else, any idea, ideology, philosophy, religion, cult, whatever, is a recipe for disaster and everlasting failure. That must be our belief. That is what the Quran Sharif is teaching us. That is what the Sunnah Mubarakah of Habibuna Wasallam is teaching us. I've got a listener from uh, Springs, and they say, Dear Honorable Mufti Sahib, can my old grandmother-in-law go alone for Umrah in a group? She only has granddaughters. According to the agent, they say it is permissible, it's okay. Please, Islam is easy and simple. Tell Mufti Sahib, don't make it hard. Ustad. It's not Mufti Sahib making it hard. We must follow Quran and Sunnah. I'm telling you this hundred times, but... Our job is yu'minuna bil ghaib. We must believe in the unseen. You know in the starting of Surah Baqarah? So Quran is telling you it's haram. The Sunnah is telling you it's haram. All four schools are telling you it's haram. Shafi'i, Maliki, Hanafi, Hanbali. So now the agent, agent what he has to worry about? Agent's job is just to collect money. Their belief is what? And religion is what? Yu'minuna bil jayib. How to fill their pockets. You must remember that. So they will change the Sharia also. Absolutely haram. Akala, Masi, Nani, Dadi, you're 80 years old, 70 years old. I ask you two questions, both from the Quran. Quran Sharif says, Surah 22, Surah Hajj, verse 25. Wa may you read fihi bi ilhadim bi zulmin nuzikhumin adabin alim. Whosoever just makes irada intention. Fihi, in the Haram Sharif in Makkah, Makkah, Mina, Muzdalifa constitutes the Haram. Be ilhadim of deviation, you deliberately go the wrong way. Be zulmin oppression, you do wrong deliberately. We will punish that person with a painful, horrible, terrible punishment. Now you want to go violate the laws of Islam and say, no, I'm making Islam difficult. We're only explaining to you what the Quran Sharif teaches us. So you will go for Umrah if you go and you come back. Instead of reward, you come back mal'oon and cursed and punished. Quran Sharif says, Surah 49, verse number 2. This is Surah Hujurat, where Allah speaks about respect to the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. وَلَا تَجْهَرْ لَهُ بِالْقَوْلِكَ جَهْرِ بَعْضِكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ أَنْ تَحْبَطَ أَعْمَالُكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَشْعُرُونَ So you must remember that when you show disrespect to the Master, all your actions will disappear and go in vain and it will go away. It will just be dissolved, finished. It won't show anything. And you won't even perceive it. You won't even know it. So you're going to go Kala, Auntie, Nani, Daddy, Masi, 70, 80, years old and you're going to stand there and say as-salatu as-salamu alayka ya rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam but you went without the mahram so did you show respect to nabi alayhi sallam or you are showing disrespect and insulting the teaching of nabi alayhi sallam Allah protect us beware O people that when you oppose and you go against the teachings of the Master, alayhi salatu salam, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 63, right in the ending, 
Antusibahum fitnatun, such a fitna calamity will befall you, or you see bahum adabun alim, or a painful punishment will come to you. Absolutely haram. And the agents, what are they going to worry about? They for them, it's just money making. Mm. Book the tickets, book the hotels, book the transport, and so forth. So I told them hundred times, absolutely haram. I told them, go to any Maulana, any Mufti, any Sheikh, and tell him that he must write a fatwa in writing and give us the lail evidence and proof where it's written a lady young or old can go for umrah without a mahram so remember it's haram according to all four schools maliki shafis hanafis hanbalis everybody don't fool yourself kala our deen is to practice on quran sharif and sunnah mubarakah and what the sahaba taught us what the awliyaullah taught us and the four schools. Teen is not manmane. Mm. You know manmane? Where we fulfill our own wishes, desires, fancies, and all that. That is not deen. That is ittiba'ul hawa and ittiba'ul shaitan. Yeah. Then we're following Satan, shaitan, and our own warm's fancies. Totally haram it is. <laughs> I'm the agent. She is 77 years old. Can Mufti not understand? She only has granddaughters. Remember, la ikrafi deen. So agent yeah. You agent don't talk nonsense here. You don't even know how to read Quran looking inside. She can be a hundred years old. You <laughs> must remember Laikra Fiddin is for non-Muslims. For Muslims there is Ikra. You must remember <laughs> that when Muslim does wrong, so Quran says you must punish them. The people commit zina. So what Quran says? Give them hundred lashes in public. <laughs> So it's not ikradet. So you must remember that. So don't come and try and justify your stance here. Absolutely haram. And you must stop leading the people astray. Allah's curse is on you. And you just want to make money. You should be ashamed of yourself. Mm. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Somebody says here, Ustad, when we walk in the street, why would my wife walk behind me? Maybe I'm not good looking, Ustad. So why are you taking your wife for a walk? You must take her in the car and put her in front with you, my brother. So why you want to walk with her in the street? You know, South Africa, how dangerous it is. You got over 80 murders per day. You got over 50 rapes a day. So you must remember that. So she wants that you must walk in front and she will be at the back because if a dog comes, then the dog will attack you first. If a crook comes, he'll attack you first. So therefore, your wife is sharper than you, my brother. <laughs> Subhanallah. One more. We'll start one more before we go for our interval. Uh, I see the bar from Mashallah from Lodium. He says, this up. Uh, He says, I did phone my in laws now and we made peace. We'll start. Very good. Don't make peace, Kali Kali. Yeah, you must make peace always and every day, bar. You must read two rakat salat and ask Allah for help. Don't get deceived with wealth and all these things. Come, I tell you a nice story. Mm-hmm. It will help everybody if we sincere. We can open the tap, but you must put the glass, the cup in the right direction. You put it upside down, then it's going to help. So you must remember this. This is the lesson for all the Arabs and Muslims and all of us. Today we got so much wealth, millions and billions and trillions. And what we do, we spend it in soccer and movies and entertainment and haram and all these haram things. 
So just listen to this here. Mm-hmm. And I went to his grave also. So you must remember there was a Waliullah, Ahlullah, a great friend of Almighty Allah, his name Bahalul. They called him Dana e Bahalul, Waliullah Bahalul. Mm-hmm. He's buried in Iraq. So one day Khalifa Harun Rashid came to him. He told him, Ya Bahalul, Ausini, give me some advice. So Bahalul said, if you want advice, these are people who don't fear anybody, they only fear Allah. He said, what you did, Rafa'atatween, you took the sand and made it so high. Look at your palaces and your castles. Wawada'atadeen, and deen you took and put right at the bottom. Rafa'atatween, wawada'atadeen. Rafa'at al-jas wa wada'at al-nas. You took the jas, jim sword. You took the cement and put right on top. And the nas, the prophet, the, the divine text, the Quran Sharif, and prophetic text, you took it and put it right down. You must remember that. In kana min amwalik, if it's from your own world, fa anta min al-mubazirin, then you are one squandering the world. And all Mighty Allah said, chapter 17, verse 27, inna al-mubazirin kanu ikhwana shayateen, that you become the brother of shaitan. What good is so much wealth, but takes us away from the deen? And if it is the wealth of the public, like how today people, the governments and people, they steal from their people and the public, then you're a zalim and a tenpot dictator. What happened to Harun? He started trembling for Baka Harun and he started crying. Mm-hmm. Go open Tanvirul Adhan, the tafsir, and you will find this incident there. Our beloved Ustad and Sheikh, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, Rahimahullah Allah, grant him Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la, buried in Istanbul. He gave me this tafsir himself. He wrote my name, everything, and in four volumes. So you must remember, wonderful, excellent tafsir. So these kind things, so his lesson, don't get deceived with this wealth all we got. Mm. Allah Akbar, subhanAllah. Beautiful the advice, uh, Ustad. Uh, we we asking Ustad to make dua especially for our beloved Haji Suleiman Esop also. Ustad, he says he's a Mammon, he wants to get married, Ustad. So he wants to get married to a Mammon, mashallah. <laughs> but I don't know, Suleiman is not 100% Mammon, he's 49, 51. <laughs> so you must remember that his mother is Mammon, father passed away, but he was Urdu. So his name is Suleiman Esop, so you must remember. So sometimes they're going to ask you all these kind of questions just then. Mm. If you like me, so people ask me, what are you? They ask me. I say, Mammon, Pakka Mammon, 110%. They say, and your wife, I say, no, she's assorted, assorted biscuits, you understand? <laughs> so our Suleiman Murtaw will say a little bit assorted biscuits. So we make dua for him also, inshallah. 21 minutes to 12, we go for an interval. When we come back, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. When it's uh, 19 uh, minutes uh, to 12, you are tuning in listening to uh, The Bliss of Marriage. Remember, 084-786-3132. International overseas listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Uh, somebody says here, yeah, Muftisab, 
Why doesn't Mufti Saab please extend the bliss of marriage at least one and a half hours? Because it's very, very interesting. It's a Mu'allima from Lanaysia, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Zadakillahu hirsa. May Almighty Allah increase your zeal, enthusiasm for knowledge, my sister. Mu'allima, that's good. Always read Rabbi Zidni Ilma. Oh, Almighty Allah, increase me in knowledge. You see, my sister, that we have to look at all other programs, and we got so many programs also. People, we do Q&A, you know, Mona Arafat, myself, on Monday nights, 8 to 10. They say, no, you must take it 11 o'clock. And then when I do on Sunday with Hafiz Wadi, they say, no, make another half an hour, one hour. So it's good we keep it like this and keep you in suspense. And every day and every morning also we have program, mashallah. So jazakallah khairan, as long as we can save somebody's marriage, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. And this shows, and we leave it not censored. You can ask any question. Don't come attack anybody by names and that, but you got problem. We are yet to help you, inshallah, without agenda and so forth. So always ask Allah, Allah majallah min al-maqbuleen. Ya Allah, accept us for your deen throughout the world. Fil alami kullihi, ya rabbal alameen. So inshallah, you are a muallima. Allah ta'ala will accept you and take you far, inshallah, in this world with the khidmat and service of deen. The brother says he's playing soccer with my kids and my wife and my nephews and nieces permissible at the zoo lake. Full team. But remember, Mufti Sab, at-taqwa ha-huna, Ustad. At-taqwa ha-huna. So they just take the one, just one. So you and your wife are playing. So your wife plays which position? So your wife plays center forward. She plays right wing, left wing. So she's running around here and there. So now she's running and then she falls down and does. So now the men can see, the spectators can see mm. that the bosom is going right and left and all that. Is right all that I'm asking you? That now she's folding on the buttocks and is right all that I'm asking you? So remember that is a sign of Besharmi. is a sign that Haya and shame and modesty has left us. Go and see what Quran says. Surah 33, verse 33. وَقَرْنَ فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ And tell your wives, tell your women, tell your daughters must stay glued to their homes. وَلَا تَبَرَّجْنَ تَبَرُّجَ الْجَاهِلِيَةِ الْأُولَى And when they go out, they must not expose their beauty like the first time there was jahiliyyah and ignorance. Now we're living in jahiliyyah saniyyah. So if people want to cover up, they say, no, you can't cover up. But you want to walk naked or semi-naked, that is fine. See France, that now our daughters, our sisters want to wear abaya. I say, no, you can't wear. But if you go there, so that's one reason why I didn't visit France. And I told my wife, I stopped at the airport Ramadan time I had to catch a connecting flight. And I made iftar there. I read Maghrib Salat there. I told her, just wear the niqab. I want to see what happens at the Gaul Airport. Mm. So nothing happened. In fact, they were so kind. They told us, don't sit here. Go sit that side there and enjoy your meal and everything and so forth. So you must remember, we must never ever go and compromise and apologize our deen and then come with the taqwa ha-huna like that agent like Rafi deen. So what you're doing, mm. you're taking your haram 
you're giving it primary position, and then you take Quranic text, then you take a hadith, give it secondary position to try and justify your haram. You know what Quran says? You bihi kathira, wa yahdi bihi kathira. Through the Quran, through the hadith, people will go astray, and when people will go astray, then you must remember because they want to give preference to their own worms and fences. If you want through deen, then our our desires, our worms, our fancies must be secondary. We must suppress it and give Quran and Sunnah all that the primary position, not the other way around as you and the agent and that are doing and fooling yourself. Absolutely haram it is. Hmm. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, I am the grand, I am a grandfather. Does my son's wife also inherit from my estate to start? So if you are the grandfather, so she will inherit from you. So you must remember that from the father-in-law she doesn't inherit. So how she can inherit from the grandfather and so forth? She will inherit. Your daughter-in-law will inherit from her husband. She will inherit from her parents. She will inherit from her children. She will inherit from her dada. If her own father is not there so you must remember that then she will inherit and so forth and there's some conditions also so you must remember but the way you explaining is like you are the father-in-law or the grandfather-in-law so there is no inheritance at all in that case then hmm. so Ustad, can i propose to my wife's cousin without my wife's consent anonymous Ustad. Obviously, it's not permissible. Quran Sharif states, you must remember in Surah 4, verse number 3, Quran says, If you fear you can't do justice when you have two, three, or four wives, so you must stay with your old wife, with your first wife, all this gold, so that is there. I'm asking you, take yours, we use it as a case study. You are ABC, you're married, you got a wife, you got children, but now you're tired, why? She's no more so slim and trim and all that. She got three, four children. So according to you, she looks like a five, ten liter bottle and no more a one liter one. So you want someone slim, trim and all that, sweet 16, sweet 18 and that, right? So now you have to do justice. So how could you do justice if you don't discuss it with your wife and so forth? You're going to keep her as a prostitute. You're going to keep her as a, a spare wheel. You're going to keep her, you must remember, just as your hit and run one. You will meet her in the hotel meet her here and there and then come back and think you'll get away so when you die and she comes and claims the inheritance then what happens mm. so it's not permissible that you all want to say no I, it's good to take second wife but the manner method in which you choose is absolutely haram and not permissible uh, a listener says my wife is attending a baby shower for ladies only Ustad we have sent the cards out it's over more or less 30 to 40 ladies but very very strict brother. no men at all Ustad so it's haram so you must remember that since when in Islam there's baby shower and then there's marital shower and then there'll be some birthday shower <laughs> and then this shower and then grandfather shower and all these type of things Bajir is 80 years old we must have a shower for him also <laughs> who's going to buy the slippers for him who's going to buy the pajamas for him who's going to buy this for him and all see I ask you one question you must just ask the think of it 
I give you one Quranic verse, I give you one hadith, and then I give you common sense. Quran Sharif says, Surah 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse 51, you'll first send out the cards, and then you'll ask the question. That's how champions you are, you know. So Quran Sharif says, Surah 5, verse 51, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, la tattakhidul yahuda wa nasara awliya. You got Iman, never take the Jews, Christian, to be your friends, your protectors. Ba'aduhum awliya ubaad. They are the friends and protectors of one another. You can see what they're doing in Afghanistan, what they're doing in Iraq, what they're doing in Syria, Libya, what they're doing in Palestine and so forth. So everywhere you will see these Haramis, they are working against Islam and the Muslim. Now the Quran says, pay attention to this. This you call wa'idun shadid, a strong and a severe warning. minkum, <laughs> whosoever befriends them. You like their culture, you like their traditions, you like their customs, for in whom you become part and parcel of them. <laughs> Second one, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa authentic hadith in Abu Dawood, Mustad Ahmad, Mantashabbaha bikawmin fawaminhum, who imitates a people and a nation, you become part and parcel of them. So now you got a baby shower. It was a baby shower, he said. It's a baby shower. So now what is baby shower? So now your friend, she's pregnant. You understood? She's going to give birth in September. She's going to give birth in October, in Rabiul Awal, Rabiul Akhir, whenever. So now she will say that you must bring the towels, you must bring the pram, you must bring the pyjamas, you must bring the shoes, you must bring this, you must... Since Islam allows all this. La yahillu ma'lum illa kalbin minhu. In Islam, Israf is haram and Ishraf is haram. Israf means that we go and waste. Kulu washrabu wala tusrifu. Eat, drink, and don't waste. I know I can only eat so much, but I fill my plate up so much, so half, three-quarter the food, meat, a food, I just leave it there. So that is haram. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Sayyidina Umar radiallahu Go as an amil administrator of zakat, go in zakat. Then Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa took out a certain portion and told him, Ya Umar, take this. He said, I did it for Allah, for Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I didn't do it for material gain. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him, Khuzha Ya Umar, you take it. Wa anta ghayru sa'ilin wa ghayru mushrifin. That you never asked for it and you never expected it. So you call it Ishraf. What do you call? Ishraf. Go open Bulughul Maram, Mishkat, Bustad Ahmed, all you will find it there. So you must remember. So yeah, you invited 20, 30, 40, 50 friends. Strik Parda, all that. We know all the stories of Strik Parda and that. Now you already expecting them to give you something when you give birth. Since when that is permissible? If anybody wants to give a gift, then they must give it on their own. Not that you are making signs directly, explicitly, implicitly. I, I like this, I like that, I like that. So all this A to Z, totally haram. Your baby shower, your bridal shower, your grandfather shower, you understood? And all this totally haram is all alien customs in Islam and it goes against the Kunna Mubarakah and teaching of Islam. Hmm. The sister says, I'm a sister in Islam. So are you saying I can't even rub my friend's stomach? 
because she's having a baby. She why is Mufti AK so strict? Ustad. So you must remember that so so what the baby shower had to do with rubbing your sister's or your friend's stomach. You can go any day and rub her stomach if you're a nurse or if you know how to do it mm. and so forth and so. For what you have to wear? Your baby shower is haram. And if you are a nurse, you are a mother, you know what to do and so forth. You want to help the lady? That's fine. But remember, you don't tell her she must remove her clothes and do all that. that the lady to lady, the portion from above the breast mm. to below the knees, that portion must be covered, is compulsory. Unless it's an emergency or Operation or something mm. that's different so you ladies and men also majority today your names are Muslim but your thought process and thinking like the kafirs just like the non-Muslim your name is Maryam but you're thinking like Mary your name is Bilal but you're thinking is like this like Bali why whole day you're watching movies whole day you're looking at now you look at the kafir non-Muslim culture and then want to use Islam to justify it absolutely haram it is mm. I see the sister says here, I found out that my husband has another wife. I want out. I won't share Muftisab. What's the procedure? Can Muftisab give me a signature or a voice message to say that I want my talaq? We start anonymous. So I don't get involved in these things. Yeah, we answer the questions as they are posed. We don't even know who is asking, where you are. We don't want to know all that. If what you are saying is true, you were married for five, eight years, ten years. You got two, three children. Now your husband decided in secret he wants to get married to that lady. So let's take that point. A secret marriage is permissible in Islam. So he found someone and he got married to her. If her father doesn't even know that she's married, he didn't give consent, then that second marriage, that secret marriage is null and void. You must remember that they're living in sin. Habibuna, people just get married in the parking lot, people just get married in some garden, and they just meet there and catch two people and make them witnesses and maybe give them money and all that. Today anything can be done. So Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa said, La nikaha illa bi waliyin. Nikah is not permissible. What Without the consent of the wali, the guardian, the father of that lady and so forth. So you must find out that how was that second nikah performed, which Molana, which Imam was involved and so forth. Or did they do it DIY business, you see? So all these things here you must remember. Second one is this, that that nikah will not be valid and they're living in sin and so forth. So you must tell him, your husband, that you did everything haram way, but I'm still prepared to give you a second chance because of the children and so forth, that you divorce her, although we're saying the nikah is not valid, but for precautionary, just divorce her and give her three talaq and finish it up, and you got nothing to do with her, so you must now be responsible, and you must teach him a lesson and so forth. Make 10, 20 conditions, and tell him these are the conditions you will accept and remain his wife, Otherwise, then you want tafwiz at talaq. Tafwiz at talaq means that when he violates any of these conditions, then you have the right to divorce yourself and move on with your life. So all that you can do, and in there you can put the condition, you cannot marry another lady while you are married to me. So that also is permissible. Somebody says, how can Mufti Aiken Mulana Arafat send the clip worldwide about what Mulana Abdul Hamid spoke? We can take you all to task from Cape Town. 
Watch us, Ustad Anonymous. So you take us, we're waiting for you. So you must remember that who you want to follow. You want to follow the people who go to church. So your sheikhs there, they went to church, they did murtad business. Tell them, I said they murtad, they going to church with the candle and all that. So who you want to follow? The kuffar shias. So you must remember that, so you know that your sheikhs, the majority of them, can't even say that the shias are, you must remember, more kafir and non-Muslim. Hang your head in shame. You know all the haram certificates you are giving out and so forth. Who are you threatening? You must remember that. Leave Arafat out. Speak to me. Tell your grandfather also. So you must remember we're going to send it out to worldwide and we're going to name them, shame them, and nail them. Imam Abu Hanifa Rahimamullah said, You must remember to his greatest student, Imam Abu Yusuf Al Wasaya, in his last farewell advices. When people do honest boor upside down thing, you must remember regarding dunya, then they'll try and excuse, make some. When it's deen, then you must name them and shame them. So nobody must follow them, and you must remember that nobody must follow them and know that. And if you want a reference of this, this is Al-Ashba wa Nazair. You know nothing of deen. I can tell you straight on your face. So record me, man, send it to whoever you want. Every program of mine is recorded, and I send it out myself. So Al-Ashba wa Nazair, you know nothing. You can next from deen, man. So Al-Ashba wa Nazair, you get of the Hanafis, Ibn Nujayim. So you will find it there. Al-Ashba wa Nazair, you get of the Shafi'is, written by Jalalu, Allama Jalaluddin Suyuti. So I gave you the reference also. And if you want the text, Ibarat, we'll send it to you also. So that is what we practice on. All your people's this halal certificates, all haram. Your sheikhs who go there to the church, they murtad. What they are? Murtad. <laughs> and those who can't say Shias are kuffar, you must remember they traitors and they sell out and they scholars for dollars. That is what it is. Remember Buddha and now you go say whatever I said now to whoever you want to. Well, it's uh, one and a half minutes to 12 o'clock. We start. Uh, should we leave it there, Ustad? Yeah, we leave it there, inshallah, on a warm note, cook sister note from Cape Town, Mebuta. <laughs> so you must remember that. Barakallahu feek. Salaamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs>